It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. <laughs> yep. Welcome in to the PHNX Rising Podcast. Appreciate you guys joining us after Rising's 2-1 defeat in the Open Cup to New Mexico United. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm Max Simpson, joined by the man in Albuquerque, Owen Evans. How you doing, man? Yeah. 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 I feel like that element of the uh, the normal niceties is is not really needed after a no, game like this. No, not yeah, not not really. Um, this is going to be, I would say, at best case, probably a somber podcast, and well, it might devolve to something uh, a little bit more. We're going to keep it civil where we can. Uh, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot of emotions going on um, rising in their two one defeat. Um, guess the best way to summarize it is it's a lot of what we've seen from previous matches, a lack of offensive firepower, a lack of clinical finishing, one where, yes, they dominated possession, didn't really lead to much. New Mexico had the better chances, scored late in the first half, seen that before. Um, Rising, get a man sent off, seen that before, played the entirety of the second half with 10 men, end up equalizing somehow, Uh, And then they uh, are not able to hold on and see it through a late minute goal um, for New Mexico sees this two one. And yeah, man, I don't really know where to start with this one. This was a really tough match to watch from a rising perspective in one that there was a lack of discipline. There was a lack of cohesion. And I really am trying to find the takeaway in a match where, you expect a team to be fired up like this, and I, I just, I don't even know what to say, man. You, you got to help me out on this one. I mean, you, you described it as a lack of attack. I'm going to be perfectly frank. The first half was an atrocity when it comes yeah. to attacking football. That team could not have possibly been more impotent in the attack. And I, I'm not here. I'm not looking to make any excuses for yeah. that. That was simply, quite frankly, not good enough. This team had so much of the ball. I believe it's close to 59% of the possession in that first half. What did they do with it? How many times have we seen that? How many times have we seen this occur with this Phoenix Rising team? It is quite frankly, very simply, not good enough. You don't win games if you get a couple of chances over a short spell. 
at some point, possibly in the second half. You don't win games playing like that. You don't win games if you cannot turn the dominance that you have on the ball into a goal at the end of it. And, and a couple of goals, quite frankly, in some of these games. Yeah. Um, man, that's, I mean, that that's that's honestly it. You see there's just not that buildup, I think, in this, time, in this game. We saw really the lack of cohesion and attacking uh, putridness from really all levels, where there was no buildup. There was nothing in the final third. There weren't really quality shots. And then when you saw quality shots, or when you saw quality opportunities, it was not capitalized upon. It really was in every stage of the buildup from start to back, just absolutely tough. I do want to shout out just real quick before, because this, this might take a very negative turn, this podcast. I do want to shout out everyone in the chat. Appreciate you guys joining us. Thank you for venting. I'm seeing already a lot of, um, well, good banter and whatnot in here. Uh, you know, Tomas been joining it. Tom has been joining us for everything. Devin, BJ, Pat, Mikey, D goalie, everyone. Appreciate you guys comments. Um, as we sort through what we watched, um, you know, let's, let's get into the numbers. Let's get into the numbers. Kind of tells a bit of the story for this match, right? It finishes 2-1 to New Mexico. Uh, the XG, something that we have not seen for rising really this much of an advantage. It's a handful, it's a handful of opportunities that it come is. from very close range. Okay, it's it, it's a bit misleading there, I think. We should be... And XG has the tendency to be that way. XG can mislead in that kind of way, especially because when you get a chance like Rising's goal, where you yep. have a couple of opportunities in that yep. one play, you're not going to score multiple goals on that. Exactly. So the fact that it double counts in moments like that, I think is slightly problematic when we look at the overall picture. 100% in that sequence, there was one off the woodwork from Arteaga, um, then the one cleared off the line, and then yes, with the Carlos Harvey goal. So in the span of about 10 seconds, you get three pretty much point blank opportunities in that aspect. But yes, heavily favored in the XG, 2.13 to rising, 0.94 to New Mexico. Again, possession dominated uh, by rising, especially more in the first half, 54% to 46 for New Mexico. Uh, the commentator said at the themselves and it's something we've been echoing possession does not translate to really anything if it's not meaningful it is a lot of side to side it is just uh, you know for lack we saw of that even late and saw that late at times where it was sometimes a, a little bit too, too pedestrian you're yes. in stoppage time you're training by a goal you gotta I'm go sorry. you gotta push yeah yeah you yeah. gotta put you gotta push for this just something we did not see. So again, that's the thing where possession is incredibly misleading, and this was one of those matches. Shots 11 for rising, 15 for New Mexico, and then on goal four and four. There, um, yeah, I mean, the the stats don't tell the full story. And really, if you watch this game, you you don't look at the XG, you don't even look at the stats being that close or the possession being that dominant. You see a team who for in the ways they do progress from match to match, whether it's in defense and maybe in some ways midfield, you didn't see that tonight. You saw a team who they were they were overmatched. They were out physical. There was no creativity. And there's just nothing to build on. For all the things we praise this team for, this was by far, in my mind, their worst match they played all season. And really, I'm amazed they even kept it 2-1 base when they go down a man up. That, for some reason, well, they, they seems to be the thing the that fires half. them up when they go a man down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's, it's the one thing that I will say there. They fought in the second half. They but did. The problem is, and this is the problem, when you have an entire half where you are on the ball as much as Phoenix Rising were, and you have the 11 men against 11 men, 
you can't be as impotent as they were, okay? Right. Because when that kind of thing happens then in the second, well, late in the first half stoppage time, you get a red card, things turn against you. You've squandered so much time when you were in a position that you could have actually done something. You're in that kind of position when you can do something and then suddenly it's back to the wall because you're down to 10 men. All right, it's, too, it's too late by that point. It's too late. Yeah. I mean, they come back, sure, but it, it was... I mean, in some ways, they're a bit lucky, to be honest. They did come back. Um, I think that this, this, you know, you can't, it's not sustainable to expect to get those kind of 10 man performances we've seen tonight and we saw on the weekend. You cannot sustain that. Yeah. Eddie's saying this wasn't their worst performance. I mean, you know, everyone, fair enough. Everyone's had entitled their opinion. I'm I'm curious where you find to me one that was worse. There's been ones where the scoreline's worse, but I think their performance has been better. There's been wins. There's been a draws where maybe they haven't looked as clinical, but this to me, I just don't see it. Even the goal they scored. I mean, I, I you know, go Scrappy. figure Artiaga gets one on frame out of seemingly nowhere. But I that was that was a slop goal. Yeah, it's a goal's a goal. But like, where else was the chances? That to me, I just don't understand. Yeah, we like, saw really... we saw one late in the game. We I mean, well, well we, we will we we will get to there that. Is just not we will enough. we will certainly get to that. But I think Pat puts it best. We are almost two months into the season, and this offense still has no ideas. You expect it to take time to cook, but we should have some appetizers already. And I think we're hungry, but you didn't even see that hunger. Tonight, I think they did fight towards the second half. I get that. But I think for in the situation that they're in, knowing the moment, I don't care if you're throwing numbers forward. I still want to see more of a push. And I just didn't see that urgency. This team, at some point, you have to feel a bit desperate in your attack and at least motivate that to push numbers forward. We just haven't seen that. I don't know what the fear is, but we just do not see this point. In that first half, the amount of hunger that I saw at Phoenix Rising to score a goal was about the same as the amount of hunger I had coming up to the press box to cold pizza, okay? I've got to be perfectly frank. That's the comparison tonight. It was poor. It was, quite frankly, shameful. Um, I think that it it completely, completely did not rise to the occasion that this should be, that this game has become between these two teams. It didn't because Phoenix Rising did not show up for the first 45 minutes. No, 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 certainly not. And you even look at the the team lineup, how Rising, yes, they had some injuries. Yes, maybe it wasn't their top squad, but certainly enough players starting who you think they can make the difference. A lot of regulars, a lot of guys who are playing heavy rotation minutes. No one I saw off the top of my head being like, that's a real head scratcher. No, it was it was a team who on paper, could have gotten the All job of done. these guys could have started on any given game. Absolutely. Absolutely. But this mm. is why we do not play this game on paper because then you have, you have games like this where it just doesn't click in really any sense of it. Um, yeah, I'm seeing, a, I'm seeing a lot of stuff in the chat. There's, a, there's quite a lot of directions we can go on this one. Should we, should we go into the red card? Should we go into the red card? You want to go into the red card? You want to go into the red card? Let's go yeah. into the red card. Okay, Max, I want to know what you think about it first, and then I'm going to chime in. For you know, uh, well, I'll start with the broadcast. I mean, right, the technical difficulties was a bit <laughs> was poor, right. um, especially it's a, it's a team produced right, broadcast. Yeah, yeah, and it was the angles that they were showing were not the best. From what I saw on there, it was certainly a late challenge by New Mexico. Um, it looked like uh, Abu had a bit of like a mule kick, I guess, so to speak, and it hit the New Mexico player. He certainly flopped one hundred percent. He made a meal of it. Um, 
I guess in that in that moment, I don't know why the ref isn't seeing something from New Mexico as well, even a, a you know some sort of well, bigger, Portillo, bigger deal. Portillo does in that get a yellow yeah. card. Um, yeah, it's in the bigger mess of it all. No, I I think I think I think from the referee's perspective, when all you see is just the kick out where the guy is swarming all over him, in a match like that where he failed to control the tempo on 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 the surface you can make the case for a red card, but knowing how the rest of the match played out before and after, in, in my mind, knowing the environment, incredibly harsh. I actually would go in the opposite direction with the way mm. that you're describing it here. I think that actually looking at the temperature and looking at all of those things is exactly why, in that case, he had to give mm. the red card. I am not fully convinced that Babacar Jai intended to do any of that i'm right. not sure quite frankly if he even intended to kick out it's right. very quick the slow motion replay always will make something look far more deliberate than it ever was there's a very very slim moment between the leg pretty much hitting the ground and it kicking back up again however however in that moment i don't think that william hell is given much option at all yeah, but to go to the back pocket. The issue that we probably should be picking out there is there probably could have been another couple of cards for New Mexico. I know you 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 picked up on that in that moment that yes, that the original foul probably should have resulted in a card as well. However, Babakajai in that moment, I, I I mean Juan admits after the game, Babu knows he made a mistake. Um, the only good news I would salvage from that is that my understanding of the Open Cup handbook is that this suspension will not apply to the league. It will sure. apply to the next Open Cup match. So that yeah. will be next year. It yes. will not apply until next year's Open Cup with whatever team he may be with at that stage. Yeah. But it will not apply to Saturday's game. However, I know people in the in the chat have been making this comment about Babacar Jai being on times a bit of a disciplinary liability. Mm. Um, and I think we should give a little bit of, of chat to that. I, he, he's launched into, I think, too many silly challenges over the course of this season already and he, he just needs to calm down yeah there's there's no need there's no need for some of the challenges that he's getting himself into and i i don't always have the most sympathy then when ultimately things go against you yeah in a match like this it's there's a balance between letting your emotions ride and using that passion, using that fury, anger, whatever it is, it's a heated match and letting that propel you. But also knowing that you got to stay cool under pressure because regardless whether or not it was a deserve red, it was fair, whatever the team that is now down a man for the entire second half. And that's a, t it's a tough look. It's a tough thing to overcome the chat. It seems pretty staunchly in favor or deservingly of the red Pat. It was a red mule kick. The guy after he was down, Mikey doesn't matter what it led to. It was a red Thomas red, Andrew red, Jose pulled a dream on green donkey kick red. Um, it seems pretty much uh, the chat has decided for the most part. Um, yeah. I mean, funny enough, initially I thought it was a red, um, I think, I think in just in retrospect, I think it's tough to separate how the rest of the match was gone and knowing how everything else played out. I think you could look at the referee being a bit more, I would say, fair across the board. Now, it's easier to say that in retrospect. So I get both sides. Um, I, regardless, it's tough. It's a tough for the team, tough to overcome that. And it's something that Rising wasn't able to do. Um, you saw them play a bit in the second half that, weirdly enough, they seem to look like a better version than in the first half. And that's barely, it's not saying much because the first half was pretty putrid, 
but I, I don't know why this team seems to say, hey, we're down a man or we're now at a disadvantage. Let's go and equalize. I, they just don't want to come out on the front foot. And that's something that's really weird to me. And I don't know why that seems to be the case match after match. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's yeah. and even when they do come out, I'd say you, you could argue on the front foot to a degree with the possession. They, they never, never, never seem to translate that into serious attacks on the opposition goal. And that's where the problem is. You can have all the possession in the world that you want. You can pass it around the back as many times as you want. A lot of teams, they're just going to let you pass that ball around the back. Why wouldn't they? What are you doing back there? What are you going to threaten with in your own half? You've got, got, got to make attempts on goal. Max, when was that first shot on target? Do you remember? Do you remember the minute? No, I didn't. 71st. 71st. 71st minute. 71st minute. Oh, God. That's not good enough. That's not good enough. Mm -mm. No, it's... The the thing, again, the thing we keep on coming back to that's frustrating about this is every match, it's a mix of there are very few clinical chances, so there's not a great buildup. It's not like Rising aren't getting shots off, but they're dangerous around the box or they're putting good balls in. There's just not those opportunities. Yet, the worst part about it is when they are there, you take a bad touch or you just see there's not that clinical, oh, let me take the right angle. Oh, let me make the keeper work for it. It's this team doesn't have that that hunger inside of the A-team, inside of the buildup for it. It's, I, I don't, I mean, that's the thing. It's a tough job to do. I don't know how you, this isn't a quick fix. Certainly not a quick fix. It's not just a one player thing. Um, but I, I just don't know where you start where the entire team for its praises in defense and midfield cannot get it attacking in a, in a consistent manner. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> um, yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough one of go of it. Um, I, I do want to, you know, let, let me, let me just real quick cleanse the palate. Very quickly, shouting out our friends at Circle K. Uh, you know, they got the Polar Pops, something to cool me down, cool us all down after a very hot, heated match. Stock up on the Polar Pops, the iced coffee, the cold energy drinks, all that stuff. Uh, Owen, you might be heading out to one after your match, uh, after you leave the stadium, something to hopefully refuel with. Make sure you're not missing out on the great stuff. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. Find Circle K's near you. And also grab some Four Peaks. Relax with that stuff. Uh, if you guys are hanging out with us tomorrow at the NFL Draft, we appreciate you at Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. Uh, look forward to seeing you there for those of you who have registered. And if you're not, make sure you enjoy some Redbird Lager. Again, you must be 21 plus. Yours or older to enjoy responsibly. Um, yeah, man, something that wasn't responsible in this match was, uh, I think it's just, there was, it was disciplinary all around. And I, you would expect, I feel rising. Yes, it's a new roster, but players who have been there, who have been at the higher levels, who, yes, you like, I, I'm not, I'm not saying a team who fouls often and even who necessarily pick up, picks up yellows is always a horrible thing. I kind of like it sometimes to set tempo, but when you're doing it so consistently and you're not able to get into the groove of the game, it comes back to hurt you. And I feel rising was really never able to get into it. There was a point where their entire back line was playing with yellows and it's just really hard to overcome. Yeah. That was, that was at half time, Max. Yeah. That was at half time. Yeah. All three center backs mm. carrying yellow cards. Yeah. <sighs> 
Well, what kind of position does that put you in? What kind of position does that mm. put you in? Yeah, uh, not a not a good one, man. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, you need to be it, smarter. It's, no, smarter it's, in those moments. Look, I. Uh, You've just you've ultimately had something that results in a red card, right? And yeah. actually, Babu keeps going after he's shown the red card and keeps going with one of the New Mexico players. So yeah. it wouldn't hugely shock me to see the Open Cup committee ultimately decide to add an additional game or two to that red card suspension. That would not surprise me. Uh, but in that moment, you've just had a red card. Why are you? Why are you continuing to inflame it? Just be smarter. Just be yeah. smarter. Come on, boys, for God's sake. Smart, please. I, yeah, you're down a goal, you're down a man, and you still make some of those decisions in the melee. Yeah, yeah. Scott Scott Summers with the clever chat. Phoenix Rising, uh, 2023 season colors yellow and red. That's that's actually pretty good. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, fitting in these last couple yeah. of matches. Um, you know, it, it's hard to even find in these matches. Uh, something like this where it was across the board, even players who had decent games had their bad moments. Some games had some players had really forgettable moments. Um, I, you know, when we we're kind of looking at this, I was going to, I think until the goal was scored and when rising was down one nil, I was looking at a player like Daniel Crutzen who um, led the team in interceptions and clearances, at least doing somewhat of stepping in the ball and clearing off that back, back line to be, our player of the game, uh, we did ultimately end up giving it to the goal scorer, Carlos Harvey. Um, certainly not his best game by far, but there's a reason why he continues to lead this team in our estimation of player of the game rewards. One goal on two shots, both of them on target, led the team in dribbles with five and had 15 duels, which was second on the team. Again, the guy is everywhere, even when he is not uh, you know, producing at his top. So... Uh, um, I mean, and it's funny, I, I don't want to gloss over a section like that because you want to give players their props, but like, I don't know what to say. Like, I think that's really yeah. all I can say and then move on. Like, that's all we yeah. got for yeah. the, for the we've got a We got a $2 super chat in there, by the way, about Dear a gosh, rap video. Yeah. Edward, we're not playing a rap video. On yeah, we're show. not playing that. Um, no. Hit up Owen, hit, hit up Owen if you would like uh, uh, reference on what he's referring to in the DMs at uh, at OJ Evans 18. Perhaps he'll indulge you. Um, yeah, we're not. I mean, we're you not can find that. the video on Twitter at PHX Rising Nation. Dear um, gosh, yeah, there, there mean, you go. You, you want to find it? It's it's out. Dear, there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, no, I know yeah, the no, we're, not, we're not playing it. Oh gosh, uh, but, um, De De Devin with uh, Carlos Harvey, uh, better than what <laughs> that wig. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, man. Um, uh, you know, it, it, trying to trying to even look at how this match played off. And I know we kind of have gone through from start to finish. What do you, how, how do we kind of summarize the goal that opened the match? Because I think the thing is, yeah, you know, people are going to say Greg Hurst. Greg Hurst. What's, oh no, Greg, Greg Hurst. Errors left, right, it and was, center. It was, it was a giving the ball away badly, not really covering afterwards, not no. clearing your own line, not holding no. the ball when it shot. No, but even even that, it's it was a... even than that. It was it wasn't just the clear the lack of the clearance, but it was also we're passing the ball right into the middle of the in the pitch, and then boom, yeah. we're going forty yards counterattack <laughs> right down our throats. Like where was it? like this was stuff that was happening in the second match, and we hadn't really been hit with this error, before, you know, since then. And here we go. The problem seems to rear its head again. Yeah, it's deeper up the field, but we have seen even minutes before that goal was scored, New Mexico and really any team 
has these players where they can dribble 30, 40 yards if you're just going to hand them off the ball unaccounted for. It almost cost them a couple times before in the first half, and this is where it, it hurts them. So I think there's something like that where that seemed to be a precursor of what we expected, how these errors and these failures to where we can't be clinical in possession, it, you just you give the ball away and it's just coming right back at you. Yeah, not good enough. And I, I think, you know what, that's actually a really good little lead into. Um, I think one other thing that we really should discuss here, and that is yeah. we saw Greg Hurst score today. Yeah. Um, we've seen Rising's issues in the attack so far this season. Yeah. On reflection now, several games in, was it a mistake to send Greg Hurst here? You know, in in in, ret- in retrospect, um, and, and I wouldn't even I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say in retrospect, right? This is something where when we, we were saying it from the start, no, no, no. So, so, so here's the thing: we were both saying this when this happened in the off in the off season of when you're letting Greg Hurst go, you are thinking you're going to bring in someone who is either more comparable in that spot, something that fits with the system better, whatever. And you can say Greg Hurst maybe has, has not been as clinical for New Mexico. You knew what he was, he was as a player, and maybe the grass all was greener, maybe hindsight's twenty twenty. But the answer to me, and it seems like the chat agrees, is it's it's like, why would we want to let him go knowing what, what he brought to rising? Because we yeah. see the options that are there, at least in Arteaga, it's not cutting it. It hasn't cut it so far. It hasn't cut it in previous matches. And, uh, you know, what? what's the other answer? Like, I don't see how he's not someone you would miss in a situation like this. Even if he didn't score a goal, you just knew what the type of player you were getting out of him. Because Rising's attack just hasn't been good enough. I think um, we, we've we've done some of it to death in previous episodes, the last two in particular. I, I am still mystified as to how Manuel Arteaga missed some of those chances he had in the second half. You have yeah, I mean, you yeah. have to do better. Yeah. You yeah. have well, yeah. to. It's, and, this is professional yes. football. I'm sorry. There's, there's no, there's no mincing the words. Oh, no. oh. poor center forward. Yeah. Really? I would, I would love to find someone in the chat or elsewhere who like, I don't know how you defend him again. We, again, listen, man, I, I, I said before the season, I gave him a chance being like, hey, man, you know, at least he can take up good positions. At least he can win X, Y, Z. And he's not even showing that. Before we even talk about the missed chance and stoppage time, like we're going to get there. Even at at, um, other points in this match where there's a ball played in, he takes the, you know, it's something where a a striker with instinct, you either take that first time or maybe you put it on your left foot and you try to curl around the keeper. But it's one where he has a nice ball played into him and he just waits and waits and waits and it just gets swallowed up by the keeper. That's an opportunity where rising you're down a man in the second half could have been valuable, but it's just the little things where the game seems at times for him too fast. And maybe before we are able to use that frame to hold off defenders, you're not able to do that at a consistent level in this league when you do not catch up and surpass the speed of play. He's been swallowed up by it many times. And especially in previous, these previous couple of matches, it's been it's been a rough showing, man. An yeah. absolutely rough showing. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is, right? I, I mean, we we'll kind of get awkwardly caught up on this a bit because you then got to talk about okay, so what's the plan for replacement? Is Conway? Uh, yeah, is Conway going to be the guy that you're going to look to ultimately to replace him? And you could, all, of course, you can argue based on the first half today that he didn't really do a whole lot anyway. Um, 
But I think they, they, there's still a defence there. And Artiaga is, is playing week in, week out. He is playing long spells of time. Even today when he didn't start, he put 45 minutes in. And so what you've got there is a player who is being given the opportunity to build himself into a run of form, and he is not doing so. I don't feel as though Jackson Conway has been given that opportunity to build himself into that kind of a run of form. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just not not enough of a runtime, even if he was the most impressive. Again, no one was today. So you can't I don't think you can judge a performance like that. We would like to see Jackson Conway get a start, carried over even in two consecutive matches in a starting opportunity. Heck, he he got one half today. That can't tell you anything, really. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. doesn't, because I don't think the team as a whole was playing well enough. No. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, man. Well, uh, you know, I'm repping on my hat. Uh, I think that someone in the chat, I think Eddie said earlier, uh, I think this chat has been taking OGs because we are really just needing it to kind of tone down OGs brands. Uh, we love all our friends. We really could use some right now because they would really hit the spot to just chill the F out with such a heated match going on. Again, you guys know where to find them at OGEEZbrands.com to find them at a local dispensary near you. Uh, and then, you know, again, shout out our friends at Valley Taproom, um, you know, the trivia nights, the karaoke when they do them, the pub crawls, all of that good jazz, um, the outdoor patio, you know, everything that they have to offer. Uh, again, I could use a really cold Four Peaks over at Valley Taproom right now. So check them out at the um, 202 and Gilbert for those of you when you're on the east side. Um yeah. All right, Max. You know what we, yeah. what we haven't done so yes. far today? We haven't yet heard from Juan. Should we have a listen to that? Sure. I will warn that those of you keeping your bingo cards at home, you're going to get a classic uh, Juan bingo card word up top, but he does go into a lot more detail. Yeah. I'm bothered. I'm bothered. The problem was not the second goal. The problem was the first half. I got, I got nothing to say to the boys. The last 45 minutes, 48, 47, whatever minutes we played, I can't say anything bad about it. The boys play like we got 12 men in the second half, and that was good. We show what we can do. I'm bothering. My issue is the first half, not the second half. What do you think was the problem then, the first half? But it's, it's similar to what happened a few weeks ago. It's a game that we're dominating, how we won. We're keeping possession. We're moving side to side. We're creating chances, but we're not, we're not executing. We were not... We, we didn't have the character that we had in the second half. In the second half, we had character. In the second half, we were going forward, and we had a man left, a man less. So how can we, how can we, why do we wait for these situations to happen, then to push forward, then to be brave, then to really go? Listen, it's, it's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call, and today I'm very bothered, and we have to keep moving forward. We have a, an important game on Saturday. And, and, and I'm going to push, challenge, and demand of the guys because tonight was not good enough. It was not good enough, and, and, and this is not what we came here to look for. We wanted to move on. This cup was important. It was important for the organization. It's important for the fan base. It was important to me and also to the players. But we needed to show that since minute one, not at the 46 minute. Uh. Yeah, man. My, that that my, is that is the angriest yeah. that I've seen Juan in a, in a post game <laughs> by quite some some margin. He's normally quite composed. Yeah. He's normally quite calm and considered in what he says. Today he was letting it go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he he said it that for the second half he said he was proud of his team, but you can't start playing that well in 
the 46 minute. That's got to come out at the jump. It's we keep on we keep on hammering the point, folks. To to Owen, oh, we keep hammering the point to each other. To everyone in the chat, they people in the chat know it that this is something that has happened time and time and time again. And I think that's the thing that frustrates me the most that these are not just one off performances of slow starts or passing inadequacies or lack of buildup. It's this is a systematic, deeply rooted problem with this team that does not get fixed overnight. Um, uh, you know, they're out of the I, open. I'll, yeah. I, I'll say one thing actually here. Yeah, and yeah. It's to uh, actually one thing somewhere in the chat. I remember seeing it that Juan must have a different definition of chance to us. I think to be fair to him, the way I would look at it and the way that I think he's looking at it is that when you actually look at these games, Rising does often get to those positions where they've either got the guy in the right position to receive the ball or he rec- uh, and the ball just never gets to him, yeah. or they ha- do actually get the ball to him, and he's just taking even not taking a shot, which does happen unfortunately far too often, or he's taking a poor shot. And I think we are seeing those moments. So in a sense, they are creating chances, but they're just not doing anything really when they get to the final third to actually capitalize on them. Yeah, yeah, it was Pat who had that comment, and Scott raises a good point. Like he's right. Same problem every week, but what is the solution? And I'm not sure. Um, I think the one thing that will certainly help, and let's let's rip the the band aid, the 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 the, <laughs> the whatever thing holding back the dam. Let's rip it off. Uh, you know, Manuel Arteaga, I'm 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 done. You gotta, you know, he comes off the bench at halftime. I don't. I I get that again. Conway maybe wasn't doing it. Wasn't getting great service. I I don't know why you make that. Um, but hey, he's on for the majority of the match and he if he was an NFL kicker well then he did his job uh in the 90 yeah but he's not is he fourth minute. He's USL no he is not striker. no he is not as someone said he put that shot higher than OG's makes you feel um man that's just man I, I just don't know what to say like that's a that's a number nine sitter and yeah, it's you can, it's bouncing it's whatever, not the only one. baseball diamond, whatever, man. Like you, how do you? Every, how? Everyone has how? a howler, but he's had too many these past two games. No, but like, man, that's just that, like, that's the problem. Everyone that... has a howler; it happens. But he's had too many for a number nine. Yeah, man. In these past two games, you can't get away mm. with having that many. That's the problem. Far too many. Yeah, I mean, there were yeah. two. There were two in the San Antonio game. I don't know quite how he didn't manage to, at the very least, force a save out of Jordan Farr. Again, but he, he uh, like here, that's a, that's the thing though. Even those, you're getting spoon fed a ball in that San Antonio match, and yes, he absolutely doing nothing with a, it. He absolutely needs to get a shot off. But you you know, again, this is not making excuses. You're not comparing, but like, okay, he had to handle the ball. Whatever, didn't do. This is sitting in your lap, yeah. man. It bounces at the beautiful height. As a striker, you're licking your chops and saying, oh my gosh, it's one that's bouncing just on the come down. You put your begging laces, for that. You put your laces through it and chance. you smash that into the net. And how do you, that thing went out of frame. How do you sky it like that? That's the part where, like, I I get that Quite this a is a woven team. Like that I, I get this is a woven team. And I am not trying to break up the unity or say that it's not or say or divide a team or anything like that. But like, how do you feel as a teammate when you have a guy who misses these chances? And like you said, everyone has a chance where they miss. But in a critical moment, just losing your cool and just 
skying the heck out of it, man. Like that's you, that's gotta piss you off. That's gotta frustrate the hell out of you as a teammate. And that that's just I, I don't even know what else to say. Like, if I'm a teammate of his, I'm just like, come on, man. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man, if you don't, if you don't laugh, you'll cry and then you'll start uh, throwing your computer and doing things. Um, man, I, I think we've, uh, we've hit, we've hit a lot of the stuff. I do want to shout out those of you in the chat. Uh, we do have our good handful of diehards and um, people who supported us um, at our events, buying our merch. We appreciate you guys. Oh, so much. Just a reminder of things we got coming up. Suns watch parties presented by neutral at MGM Sportsbook for all away playoff games. And as well as our first Fridays, keeping it um, doing a cornhole league every first Friday again at BetMGM. We just announced our new golf tournament, keeping 100 golf tournament next month. All kinds of good stuff. The corn, the cornhole and the watch parties are free. Sign up in the show notes. Golf tournament's going to be amazing. Sign up in the show notes. Appreciate those of you who are diehards and supporting us. Um, Man, I, I think there's something still get to, but I think we're kind of raging. Uh, I think we've said a lot. Is there anything you would like to touch on that we haven't gone into so far? Um, on the pitch, I mean, yeah, I feel like we've we've raged quite a bit about that one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's uh yeah, let's uh get goodness gracious. Yeah, let's 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 get out of here before uh you know thing, things get worse. Um appreciate you guys all so much for joining us. Um we will be back Friday at 6 p.m. Not tomorrow. Again, go hang out at Four Peaks. If you guys have a ticket, enjoy the NFL draft. We will catch you Friday at 6 p.m. We will further recap this game and we're turning our sights to Saturday. We're turning our sights to Loudon United. Um, you know, guys, there's not a lot of great things at all you can say about this match, and it honestly sucks that we're out of the Open Cup in this way against that team. There's nothing really good to say. Um, I don't even want to say this as a silver lining, but okay, there's one less thing you have to focus on, which sucks, but now you turn your attention to the league. You got to do it there. Um, it's a spin that kind of feels hollow, but here we are. We appreciate you guys joining us. And the PHNX Rising podcast. Follow us at PHNX underscore underscore rising because double the underscore, double the rage, and double the uh, banter and uh, the BS. So, and still that. more news to come this week, of course. Of course, of course. Yeah, follow us on Twitter as well for um, some updates. Follow me on Twitter at Max David Simpson. Follow Owen on Twitter at OJ Evans18. Again, until we catch you guys. Friday at 6 p.m. Be good, and we'll see you guys then. Cheers.